I want to talk about trust, diversity, and team performance for a minute. Now, I think a lot of people are getting excited about creating diversity within teams and having diversity within teams and moving beyond just the gender and color dynamics, right? And race dynamics. I think, yeah, I don't think I know looking at the data that lots of organizations and lots of leaders that are running these organizations, excuse me, are becoming more knowledgeable. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. I think I got it out. Um, Are becoming more knowledgeable about the fact that diversity of race and gender are important, but there needs to be true elements of diversity of thought, of execution ability, of background, of skill sets, of um, different points of views of how to attack the same type of issues that may have that may, that may be happening internally within an org or the roadmap of the org. So elements like that, as it pertains to diversity, is becoming more important. But here's a factor that I don't think enough teams are starting to realize or think about, and they, and they have to start thinking about these things and realizing these things. You know, diversity doesn't automatically provide advantages when it comes to things like decision making or productivity or or excellence or or an uptick in overall execution ability it just doesn't and and i think a lot of people have been reading headlines but i i want to try to debunk that overall perspective and provide a little bit more depth and context diversity in fact right it it creates more complications if the diversity of teams are not actively managed for inclusion. I'll say that again. It creates more complexity, more dynamics, more more issues potentially if, again, the diversity is not handled and not activated for inclusion. So pretty much what I'm saying in a very layman term is if you have a various number of different individuals within a team that go about executing the same type of task differently or looking at the organizational or or department roadmap differently, right? If you don't have someone in, in a leadership position that can actively manage those different points of views, those different ways of going about things, it can get pretty difficult. It can get pretty hectic. It can get pretty, pretty dangerous, actually. Things can, can, can be a lot less productive, right? And I think a lot of organizations aren't thinking that. And it's because when you have shared knowledge within decision-making or you have shared knowledge as it pertains to trying to figure out the best the best execution, if you don't have aligned communication preferences and styles when you're trying to share that knowledge, or if you don't even have an active, an active value set or an active, you know, um, an active focus where knowledge sharing is going to be something that is is needed it's not a nice to have it's a it's a it's a must have if you don't even have that then you're starting out with a lot less execution ability than i think a lot of people think right so the the key here is to create conditions of trust to allow you know your diverse team members to really go through the ebbs and flows of really getting to know each other understand each other learn each other Excuse me, I was taking a sip of this great coffee here. 
And the key is to really find ways to turn your diverse team into an inclusive team, right? It's not just about having diversity of team, right? A diversity of a team, you know what they do? They store information and knowledge and perspectives separately. And they only share with those they feel comfortable sharing with. Think about it like a school. You ever go into a high school that has, like I say, a thousand students and you see the Caucasians with the Caucasians. You see the African-Americans with the African-Americans. You see the Latinos with the Latinos. And let's dive down a level deeper. Let's say the Latinos and the African-Americans are mixed, but you see the Latinos and the African-Americans only talking with fellow Latinos and African-Americans that play the same sport or listen to the same music or get the same type of grades or in the same type of classes. You very seldom see inclusivity where everyone's sharing you know the the football players are sharing insights around music and personal interests with the baseball players and the baseball players are sharing music and personal interests with the soccer players and the soccer players are talking to the cheerleaders and the cheerleaders are talking to the the folks that are more into writing and poetry and so forth it's 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 more of having a bunch of different individuals within a school or an organization that have their own separate tracks and own separate interests versus what we need to have, which is an inclusivity of a team, an inclusive team, where there's a bunch of information being stored that everyone has access to and everyone's comfortable sharing with, sharing that accessibility with, right? And so to break this down in, organ, or in an organizational element, you know, Karen and Andrew and Derek may all have come from Deloitte, for instance, and there's a certain way of working that Deloitte representatives have installed inside of these three individuals. But now there's a new set of individuals joining this team that is coming from a completely different consultancy background. And their ways of tackling the same exact problem may be complete night and day. And the fact that they clearly have diversity because they're coming from two different teams and there's a bunch of different backgrounds and skill sets, but there's not inclusivity within the team. There's not an activated trust within the team. There's not an activated responsibility to build that communication, that communication consistency, that communication preference, that communication um, blended in common language. There's, there's not that there's not that love and that trust there. And so the way that some of the Deloitte folks may go about tackling a problem and the information and the knowledge and the insight they have of tackling a, a, a problem may, again, may be completely different than a different team, right? But they're on the same team. And now there's, now there's the same set of information being gone about and being shared and being executed against in different ways. And now we're having problems rolling out you know, a new product. Now we're having problems tackling the same issues. Or now we're having problems working together when there's a bunch of amazing, smart, beautiful individuals within an organization, within a team, but they're not inclusive. And so I think to sum up what I'm trying to say is if you want to get maximum advantage, unbeatable advantage, you have to create an inclusive, diverse team, not just a diverse team. It is not enough to have a team where, again, 
different genders, different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different degrees, different skill sets, different points of views, different different um, career mappings, different ways of tackling problems. It is not enough to just take a bunch of different people and say, I'm assuming we're going to get a better result because we have a lot of different ways of going about this, about different executions. It's not enough just to have a bunch of different people in that team. You have to have someone that is either in that team or responsible for that team that can activate the diversity, that can activate the inclusivity, that can activate it and draw from all the different experiences and all the different backgrounds you have and find a common language to bring everyone together to work in unison. To work, to work and to walk in lockstep. It's a must. So just wanted to share this quick thought. I think, again, the world's in a much different place than five years ago, 10 years ago, shit, even three years ago. But now we need to, now we need to level up. So the head of DE&Is inside of every single organization, if you have one, they know what I'm talking about. And if they don't have the right to do what I'm talking about, then I would recommend the chief people officers, the CPOs, the, the, the COOs, the, the CEOs need to give whoever you have in your organization stewarding and heading DE&I the, the right, the green light to turn some of, the, some of the recruiting initiatives, some of the team design initiatives that are building out these diverse teams to turn those diverse teams into inclusive diverse teams and allow them to define that contextually for your org and figure out a way for it to make sense for your organization, for your you know, department, for your sector, for, for your organizational goals and, and, and create a win-win. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. We'll talk soon.